What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And on today's episode, we'll not only be talking about the Bulls loss, but the fact that they've lost 10 games in the last 13. What this team can do to correct this nonsense before the playoffs start, if it's even possible, and how this recent play from the Chicago Bulls may affect what AK and Eversley do in the offseason. We'll get into all that and some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so before we start with the, with the shit, because everybody knows at this point, if you saw the post-game show, Hayes is not a happy camper. But before we get into all that, that new intro was fire, right? Leave, leave a comment down below what do you think about the new intro. But no, no, without that being said, shameless plug aside, um, this is not good times to be a Chicago Bulls fan. And at the end of the day, um, you know, I've already broke down the loss last night against the Pelicans. I've, I've talked about that game heavily. Go and listen and wa or watch the new episode, depending on what platform you're using to monitor the show. But with all that being said, and where we sit at right now with this team, this is frustrating. This is probably one of the most frustrating times that for, for, for Bulls fans at all. We are supposed to be gearing up and having more confidence in our team heading into the playoffs. And if anything, we probably have more questions about this team than what we've had at any point in the season. Outside of the five-game losing streak, stuff like that, this team's heart is starting to be questioned. Whereas before, it was the injuries. Before, it was the a the, the COVID things. Before, you know, you could, you could see Zach Levine being hurt and hobbled and other things like that. The, the heart of this team is starting to be questioned, and that's something that, as a fan, never feels good. That is something that, as a supporter of the team, never feels good. That is as something that, for people who spend their money to support this team, to go and watch games, to travel to see games, to, to that change their schedule, to make sure that they're there to watch Bulls games. This is the situ These are situations that frustrate us as Bulls fans. This, this, listen, as great as it's been over the course of the season, as good as it's felt to have a team that's been competitive, as good as it still feels to have a team that's finally going to be in the postseason for once in the last, like, six years, uh, despite all those things, the fact that we, with nine games left into the season, we have more questions about this team's heart than what we had at the beginning of the season is not going to cut it. And I don't want to spend a lot of time going in on the team. I did that last night. Like I said, go back and watch that video if you, if you didn't understand it then. But the thing that really still frustrates me, hearing Zach Levine's comments after the game, hearing DeMar's comments from the, the, game, the, uh, the game the other night, at the, some point, you can talk, you can say all that rah-rah shit, and it sounds good and it sounds effortless when you say it, but if the practice and action is not there, it raises, it raises tons of questions. This game last night against the New Orleans Pelicans, Zach wanted this game. You saw it, you felt it. Zach wanted this game. It did not happen. It was frustrating. Um, I'm sure the players are frustrated as well. I'm sure the coaching staff, I'm sure AK and Eversley are sitting back wondering, what the hell? The return of Patrick Williams. Der Derek Jones, we got a Derrick Jones Jr. appearance. And even more questions are now raised about that of why he hasn't been playing more. When you look at this, the fact that this team and the amount of games that they have less, the, the last nine, the last nine, Bulls fans are losing faith, right? They've been losing faith, but they're definitely losing faith. It, and uh, at, at this point, as much as we talked about at the beginning of the season, everybody, oh, DeMar's the worst offseason signing. We had fun with it. We we had fun with the fact of seeing our team perform the way that they were and proving doubters wrong. They have now turned around and starting to prove every single one of those doubters correct. Now, some people may say, hey, it's towards the end of the season. They can get it back up. We'll see what goes on with Lonzo. They, this team has enough to improve within it. And I still do think that that's, that, that that's there, right? That that potential is there for this team. That this team can play very well 
not only to finish out the season, but in the playoffs, but we have to see it. Billy Donovan, and you know, you have some people that think everything is on Billy Donovan. You have some people that think everything is on Vooch. Oh, they're wrong. It's not everything on any one player. Vooch, is, Vooch has been playing way better. And the fact that this team did not go to Vooch that much in the second half after him having a good first half, that, and then Vooch only getting a couple of shots in the second half, that's not going to cut it. That is a coaching issue. That is a game plan issue. That is the way that this that this coach run ran this 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 offense in this scheme. Now there are all certain things on the players. Players got to hit their shots. Players have to defend. This is almost systematic with the Chicago Bulls. Now one thing that I, that I, that I've said at the intro is this: is what can the Chicago Bulls do to to fix it? Something needs to happen. Patrick Williams needs to be in the starting lineup. I love Javante Green. I love his energy. I love all that. And, I, and I've been saying for a long time, Javante Green is probably more dangerous coming off the bench than being in the starting lineup because then you can play him anywhere from the three to the four and two sometimes. Patrick Williams has shown, while not as aggressive on offense in, the, in this game against the Pelicans, what he did defensively, what he does and what, how he shows no fear defensively, this team needs that, especially with Lonzo Ball being out. So, yes, I do think Patrick Williams should start. Now, I don't think they're going to do it Saturday. I think that they may wait until Monday's game against New York to do it, to just finish out the week, use, use the, the weekend to really get some practice in and, and figure out a big change like that. But something needs to happen. Bulls fans, if you're losing your faith, I don't blame you anymore. I do not blame anybody anymore of losing faith in this team. It's, they've lost 10 out of the last 13. They've won three games since the All-Star break. That is not going to cut it. While the Bulls' defensive rating isn't terrible over the stretch since since that uh, that All-Star break, this is not cutting it. This is not cutting it. How can the Chicago Bulls improve? They need to get better play. They need to look at themselves. All that, like I said, that rah-rah stuff, we need to actually see it in practice. We need to see it happen. I know Zach Levine's playing with, with not 100% on that knee, and I understand that. Nobody can expect Zach Levine to be 100% himself with that knee issue that seems like they just don't know what's going on with that. The Lonzo Ball question. What's going on with Lonzo Ball? Is he going to return before the end of the season? I have said and speculated that I don't think so, personally. I do not think it. I don't expect it. I don't see it happening. By everything that's been, been said, me reading the tea leaves, it seems like Lonzo is probably not going to be back. Now, if he is back, Great. Now, the questions that are arising about Billy Donovan's coaching. I've talked about Billy Donovan's adjustments for a long time, but at this point, it's more than just adjustments. I'm talking about a scheme, both offensively and defensively. Billy Donovan has not adjusted the offensive scheme to teams figuring out the Chicago Bulls. That is going to be a problem, not only throughout the rest of the season, as we play playoff teams, almost from now until the end of the season, for the most part over these next nine games, in the playoffs as well, when a when a when a coaching staff has nothing but to focus on what you do good and do and don't do good and try to expose that, I worry about it because of seeing how the lack of adjustments from Billy Donovan and the lack of varying up his 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 play calling. It's getting to the point where it's just utterly disgusting. Now, I said a lot of bad. I know I've I've talked the, the good the, the good Zach Levine. Even at not 100%, these last handful of games has played really good. Vooch seems like his shot is coming back together, which the Bulls and the coaching staff needs to feed him. Alice Caruso hasn't, has really been a mixed bag in, in the starting and not been as consistent as I have expected. Maybe we need to look at bringing Io DeSumo back into the, into the starting point guard. But Io seems to be hitting a rookie wall as well. The return of Patrick Williams, we've seen it so far with Patrick Williams. I see more good than bad. In Patrick Williams' return, and that feels good. Derrick Jones Jr. got some minutes in the last game, in which the Bulls did go on a little stretch when Derrick Jones Jr. came in the game immediately. When he then, then, like, why hasn't he been playing? I get it. If it's the finger, then tell us that. Tristan Thompson. As much as we talked about the acquisition of Tristan Thompson, as much as seeing him on the bench, check people, seeing what he does, 
He's not, what, 17, 18 minutes a game? That's what you brought Tristan Thompson in for? I want to see Tristan Thompson play a little bit more as well. We know he can't really play next to Vooch. I know people are calling for that. I don't understand it. I don't like what I've seen in those minutes. But with that being said, you need to unlock something. What we've been doing is not working anymore. So what that means is that something needs to change, Billy. Something needs to change. Now, the last thing that I'm going to talk about before I go, how does the, the way that this season it seems to be ending how does that affect what AK and Eversley are going to do in the offseason? My personal opinion is that of, I think that, you know, I, I don't think it changes a whole lot. But the things that it may change, I've always said that, you know, Tony Bradley's gone. Malcolm Hill's not going to be here. Matt Thomas isn't going to be here. Uh, 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 Troy, Tony, uh, Troy, <laughs> Troy Brown Jr. is not going to be here. Forgot the too many TB names. Um, and Derek Jones Jr. may not return because the team may give him a big offer and we'll see what the Bulls can do, do with that. That is five roster spots right there, not considering what, what happens if they do decide to move on from Kobe White or something like that. I do expect that this team, I mean, this front office now to look and say, listen, our starting five may be set. Maybe we don't want to move anything with that starting five because we didn't get to see that starting five healthy. But we need to do something different about this bench. They're going to now look at it and say, hey, Zach Levine's knee, that may be a pressing issue for the rest of his career. We'll see. Maybe we need to uh, bring in a more consistent scorer off the bench to not only be our bench scorer, but for nights where Zach Levine does have to get rest and maintenance for that knee, we have somebody reliable there. We already know what they need to do with the backup with the backup big man. Does Marco Simonovic do enough in this offseason to be on this roster uh, going forward and to be more of a backup big man that maybe gets those 17 minutes a game? Do they go outwards and bring in a, a more veteran? I really do think that the, this the vet it's going to be veterans that are brought into this bench. I even think that the Bulls are not going to hold on to that number one draft pick. They couldn't move it at this February's deadline, but maybe they move it during the draft for a more solid and consistent piece that's not a piece that they have to wait or bet on their progression or anything. Somebody who can come in and contribute now to a playoff run. AK and Eversley are going to get busy this offseason. And I think that, that how busy they got is it may have changed a little bit, but they were going to get busy regardless. But I do think now they may be looking at some of these players that thought, hey, maybe maybe we were going to keep them around. Maybe we were going to be willing to pay eight to nine million dollars for Derrick Jones Jr. if he accepted the contract. And they may be looking at it now like, hey. We need somebody who is more versatile at that position, a little bit more battle-tested. Maybe that 8 or $9 million is better gone somewhere else or somebody at the veteran minimum. Who knows what this team's going to do? They have a trade exception that they have until July, I believe, to use. They have a the mid-level exception. They have their own first-round draft pick that they can trade during the draft. And they also have a lot of expiring contracts that if other teams do want to get involved, they can facilitate a signing trade. But best believe, AK and Eversley looking at this effort at this team down the stretch, and this may have changed quite a bit of things in the Chicago Bulls offseason coming up. Let me know what you guys think about all the topics to, uh, below uh, today. Uh, what the AK? How has this recent stretch changed what AK and Eversley may do? Can the Bulls get it together with these uh, nine remaining games? What do you see? want to see from the Bulls in the nine remaining games? And where do you think the playoff seeding is ultimately going to sit for this team? Let me know all that down below. Make sure you're following the podcast at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text or voicemail, you know Saturdays are for your texts and voicemails. So if you want to get that in before tomorrow's episode, the number to do so is 773-270-2799. That's it for me for today. Make sure you see red. Don't be red. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.